Welcome to Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Gene. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Saturday, September 2nd, 2023. So on this slightly alliterative date, Saturday, September 2nd. Yes. Did you do the crossword? I did. And did you leap through it? No. Oh. It was an epic battle. Was it? It was. Hmm. Okay. But I conquered. Well, good. Yep. I mean, if you could do last Saturdays, this one should have been a piece of cake. <laughs> last Saturdays. Oh, yes. That one was bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, but this one was tough for me. Ah. But I made it through. Where was the toughest part? Well, I ended up actually in the upper left corner. Oh. It was kind of odd. Uh, I had I had number one across. No brainer was zombie, and um, uh, I had thirteen across. Words that might be followed by here here, which was a toast, and I even had fifteen across a toy that's not really a toy, and that was poodle. But then I could not figure out um, four down one means of gaining access. And I thought it has to be bad something. So I thought, well, maybe bad ID. <laughs> or, I don't know why I thought that that had to negative. be the word bad, mm-hmm. but I couldn't get it out of my head oh. that it had to be the word bad. So Well, that's bad. Bad too, bad as, bad. I was I was just bad ID for a long time. Because gaining access, I thought, well, you have to have an ID or you have to have a key. or, But it turned out to be badge, which was goofy. Right. And 17 across, it has triangular blades. I had no idea what that was. So it turned out to be sedge. Yes. So anyway, I was having great trouble there. And then five down, much of Tonga. Uh, is islets and I had put in island. Much of Tonga was an island mm-hmm. or island. Um, yes, but it turned out it was islets. And then six down, Bastille Day Saison. Ete. Ete. So, but I had that because I had the first three, but mm-hmm. I just couldn't kind of get that that little that little bottom part there. Well, my my difficulty was just below that. Um, 35 down, nickname that can be a diminutive of a family member was Tito. Yes, I had trouble there, too. Who's Tito? Isn't that (laughs) someone in, um, like, Cuba? No. No, no, it was someone in Yugoslavia. Yeah. The head of Yugoslavia was Tito. Maybe that wasn't a real name. Maybe that was just sort of a nickname. (laughs) Maybe. But that ran into 24. Because I wanted it to be something like brother or sister. Sure. I was thinking, you know, it said family member, a diminutive of a family member. and Perhaps this isn't a language other than English. Well, yeah. I I, turned to you. I figured that out. uh But, you know, I was thinking like a little boy or a little girl in Spanish is niño or niña. Um, But that must be... Maybe that's a Spanish word. I just, I don't know. That sort of looks vaguely like. Let's see. Tia is aunt, right? Yes. And so, T O is uncle. So maybe this is aunt or uncle. 
a nickname that can be a diminutive, like could be little uncle, Tito. <laughs> you know, T-O is T-I-O. Little is uncle. uncle. Hello, little Maybe uncle. Tito is little uncle. That sounds fairly insulting. Well, I don't know. Oh, well. I mean, I, I mean, you know, just sort of like, I don't know if I'd greet someone and say, hello, little uncle. It just <laughs> hello, sounds Tito. wrong. No. Uh, but that, that Tito ran into 44 across, which was a great uh, answer. Uh, Oxford English Dictionary's Word of the Year in 2022, describing an unapologetically self-indulgent state, goblin mode. Yes. Wow. I've never heard that. No, but it's the word of the year. And I know. That means that everyone should, should have been... We should all be using it that, a lot. That's right. <laughs> maybe maybe it just affects people who go to buffets. Maybe. They're all goblin down, but... Goblin mode. Goblin mode. And I'd like to apologize for dropping my G there, but the pun required it. Uh-huh. Um, goblin also ran into 16 down, top-selling concession item at San Francisco's Oracle Park, garlic fries. Yeah. Which sound delicious... Yes. Except I wonder if that Oracle Park is actually Oracle is in the, the huge database company. It is. Is it? Yes. Yes. You know, now so, ballparks are, are named after sponsors and Oracle sponsors. Oh, so when they say park, they actually mean... Like the ballpark. Oh, okay. So, so those, are probably those are probably $500 a garlic fry. Uh, <laughs> and well, you, you must sign a license before you can get them. <laughs> I saw, I got the G, so I thought, oh, it's Giant, you know, because that's where the Giants play, the San Francisco Giants. That's a great answer. It doesn't but fit. it's garlic. Right. It was garlic. I fries. guess it would have had to have been Giants. Yes. But, the, but, <laughs> but you it, did, it didn't work. It just didn't work at all. But Yeah, you'd have to be denying um, quite a lot, <laughs> including that second letter of garlic. The A was part of 18 across, susceptible to burning in a way. Fair. Yes, for, I I just fell into that. I, I I couldn't I couldn't figure out what that was. And then eighteen down was gets in a lather, and I wanted it to be fumes. You know, like if you get sure. in a lather, right. mm-hmm. It turned out to be foams. Yes, but I, I I got that F, and then I realized, oh, that's fair, because seven down, ep- eponymous. Is that how you say that? Uh, eponymous, eponymous, yes. Well done. German bacteriologist was Petri. And, you know, I've been doing some of the past, I've, out in the archives, I've been doing some Friday and Saturday puzzles just mm-hmm. for practice. And that was in one that I had just done. I'm like, I know that, it's Petri. Wow. So I had the, the last letter there, affair. And uh, so. Now that ran into 14 across. Pepper with a delayed fuse, yes. Serrano. Serrano. Have you ever had any Serrano pepper? That is the kind of pepper I use when I make guacamole. Really? If I can get it. It it sounds exceedingly dangerous. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, okay. Um, according to uh, Small Axe Pepper's Hot Sauce, mm. um, it could be lethal. Really? Well, I don't know if it could be lethal. They say it has a Scoville rating of 10,000 to 23,000, so which makes them five times hotter than a jalapeno pepper, which is about 5,000 Scovilles. Mm -hmm. I did not realize that. 
They are mild compared to habanero peppers, which contain 100,000 to 350,000 yeah. Scoville heat units. Yeah, I, I never really thought of them as that hot. And, of course, I don't, I don't put the seeds in. I, I you know, trim all the innards out. Hmm. So maybe, maybe they're not so bad without the seeds. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they say with jalapenos. It's those seeds that make them hot. But right. Anyway, yes, I have used them. I use them in my... In my guacamole recipe, mm-hmm. I use one um, jalapeno and two serranos. I'll, I'll try and remember that the next time yes. I'm trying to imitate you. <laughs> um, 24 down, replying to emails, scheduling meetings, etc. informally. And the answer was admin. Yes. You know, I, th- I always think of admin as a person. Yes. I don't think of it as, as, a, as an abbreviation of... A task or or a, a noun. I know. Me me. Either. That that just struck me as a little weird. But yeah, I'm yeah. I'm uh, there must be some place where it's being used as mm-hmm. such. So, mm-hmm. um, thirty four cross statement from someone you should probably respond to with skepticism. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, that's, that's <laughs> it took good. me a while to get it, but then when I got it, it made me smile. Yes, I'm not a scientist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, let's see, um, 45 down, they may be held during the national anthem, brims. Yes. That was, I I guess that's what you'd grab, the brim of your hat? Right. That's Uh assuming you're wearing a hat with a brim. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, well. So, um, but be that as it may. (laughs) Uh, let's see here, um, 57 across, publicity of a sort was airtime. Guess that made sense. Yes, and it was right next to forty-seven across. Get high, which was sore. So yes, uh-huh. air and sore and very high part of the crossword, even Here's though it was a, at the bottom. Another place where I had trouble. Fifty-four across snack crackers since nineteen twenty-one. Cheez Its. Yes, and I couldn't think what they were called. I could see them. I could smell them, I could wow. taste them, and I wanted to call them Cheetos. You could taste them. That's <laughs> you know, amazing. Just, you were eating some at the time. No, no, I wasn't. Okay. But I just, you know, I could conjure up, I could conjure them up in various ways, but I couldn't remember their name because I kept wanting to call them Cheetos. But I eventually figured out they were Cheez-Its. You know, if you think about the vast number of people who are probably working on this crossword, statistically speaking, some of them would have been eating Cheez-Its at the time. <laughs> and they would have been like 54 across, snack crackers and, hmm, I can't think of a thing. <laughs> Even though they were shoving it in their their, their pie hole there. Uh, probably not. I don't know. New York Times uh, crossword uh Crossword doers eat Cheez-Its a lot. Or, or, or more like 49 Down, which intersected that bubbly chocolate bar brand was an arrow. Oh, yeah. That was the unhealthy food area of the, uh, <laughs> of the crossword. Although the Serrano, I still am worried about that. <laughs> no, it's really not that bad. Okay, well, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Okay. Um, one last one, or at least for me, a 27 Down shocked reaction, triple take. Yes, I I've, I've never heard of a triple take, but makes more <laughs> shock than a double take. I guess yes. So, well, this is a good crossword. This is by Rebecca it. Goldstein. Good job, Rebecca. Yes, indeed. And now it is a Saturday, which means it's time for the jam katwa. Do, 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 do. 
That is the Gene and Mike Crossword of the Week Award. Right. And that's where we go back through the last week and ponder and debate. And today we came up with... A winner. A winner. And the winner was Friday's. That was yesterday's puzzle by Robert Logan. Yes. It was a themeless puzzle because it was Friday. But it had just so many great, great clues. Yeah. And we just really appreciated um, the the humor and the uh, cleverness of and, that, the way that puzzle was put together. Mm-hmm. And some novelty. There were 10 debut words. That's right. That's right. It, and, that, of course, that makes it more of a challenge. It introduced us to... The indie band whose name is a two-word command, OK Go, yes, which everyone should listen to because it's really awesome if right. you happen to like that sort of music. <laughs> um, and it, it, we learned about Shel Silver, the, the fact that Shel Silverstein wrote the words in music for Johnny Cash's "A Boy Named Sue." Right. That was a shocker. Yes, I yes. mean just all sorts of great clues in there. Yes. Um, for for all the deets uh, listeners, just go back to yesterday's um, episode, mm-hmm. and I think that is it for today. We want to say though um, to Robert Logan, uh, if you happen to be listening, um, drop us a line crossword podcast at iCloud.com, because we have a great Jam Katwa. Uh, certificate and swag that we will be glad to send your way. Yes. That is it for today, then. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Sunday's crossword out is out. Hopefully, you'll tackle it. We are going to do the same, and we will be back to talk about how we did tomorrow. Bye-bye.